I'm Janelle Hosking and you beautiful are here to get confident. No more self-doubt, no more overthinking, no more what ifs. I'm helping you grow your confidence so you can live a fulfilled life. Welcome to the show. Hey, pretty lady, and welcome to this week's episode of the Get Confident Podcast. I am so inspired right now, and essentially this message just came to me, and I thought, you know what, I am going to hit record, and we are just going to do it. So this is not my usual time of the day when I would be recording and putting my energy into the podcast, but uh, the past week or so has given me so much inspiration around uh, confidence and speaking about yourself confidently confidently more specifically and I just had this kind of little download that came to me and I was like you know what we're gonna hit record and we're just going to get this message into your ears because I think this can be really helpful for you in your everyday life now the other day uh, I (laughs) booked in a coffee catch-up with this person who I'd never met before I had been scrolling on LinkedIn looking at the my local area essentially I think I searched in Rotorua into LinkedIn and I was just looking at people's profiles who were in the area and anybody who had a job description uh, or a title or maybe a non-profit or some kind of organization that they were involved with that I felt I aligned with, I would connect with them. And there was one guy in particular, he does business coaching type stuff. And I was like, you know what, that'd be really great to uh, connect with this guy, to get to meet one another and, you know, just chat business. And so I reached out to him added him on LinkedIn, you know, go back and listen to the episode with Ritu if you want to learn how to connect with people on LinkedIn, added him, sent him a message, hey, I'm also local in the Rotorua area, I'd love to connect with you, let's go out for coffee and chit chat kind of thing. Eventually, a few messages later, we ended up arranging to meet and we arranged to meet 9am the following morning in town and he said to me oh come along a little bit earlier and you can meet some other local business owners and I was like awesome this is going to be great you know and here's what went down in my head at that moment I literally had this vision that between 8am and 9am this guy is part of some form of like networking group right with other business owners and they were having their meeting where they chat and make referrals and all that good stuff and then just before 9am I was going to show up and he would introduce me to all these people and then they would all go about their day and then him and I would sit down have a coffee and just get to know each other one-on-one. That was all in my head because what ended up happening (laughs) As I arrived there about 10 to 9, and at the same time that I got there, other people were getting there as well, and they were clearly just showing up. Like, they hadn't been there for the past hour. They were just showing up, and I was thinking, this is interesting, and I realized pretty quickly that I'd been set up, and my one-on-one coffee catch-up was actually me going to a networking meeting. (laughs) So um, I, I once I made this realization. I had a conversation with a guy who turns out he's actually in charge of this networking group. And it was the first ever one of these meetings in the Rotorua region. And the guy who I had reached out to on LinkedIn, he was the one who was putting together the group. So obviously he'd seen me and been like, oh, this will be perfect. I'm putting together this new group. Tomorrow's our first session. She can come along, two birds, one stone kind of vibe. But I had no idea 
And so anyway, I did what you should do in that type of environment or that situation. And I made the most of it. I talked to people. We all sat down and, you know, we're in a long table kind of situation. And I spoke to the people beside me and just engaged in conversation. Uh, The business cards went around the table and I don't even have my own business card. Okay. So I took some of their business cards. And then it came time where everybody had to, one at a time, stand up and pitch ourselves and our business for 60 seconds. So this is essentially like an elevator pitch. If you haven't heard of this before, it's just your chance to put your best foot forward, to introduce yourself, to give people an overview of who you are, what you do, and kind of like how you can help or be a service to them or people that they know. So it's a really great opportunity just to get the uh, highlights or the top line information about the person. And, you know, I predominantly work from home. Most of my clients are all online. I don't go to a lot of networking type stuff these days. I used to way back when I was in Palmerston North, but honestly, I I don't really do a lot of it. And so when it came my turn, I did what anybody should do. And I stood up and I spoke, but I kept quiet about the fact that I thought I was there for a one-on-one. And then the guy whose organization or whose networking group it actually is, like he's part of the company, he then says, Janelle, I think you need to let everybody know the truth of why you're here today and the fact that you didn't even know this was a networking group and you thought you were meeting old mate one-on-one. So I had a giggle and, you know, told everybody that and, you know, it's it's all good. It's so fine. Um, But what happened, long story short, at the end of everybody's 60 second pitches, they drew a winner of who had the best 60 second pitch for the day and mine was chosen. And I, it was chosen for a few reasons, which I'm going to share with you in this episode, right? This is going to be uh, the practical advice and tips for you today on helping you to learn how to pitch yourself confidently, how to, um, I guess, package up and with a little bow, explain who you are and what it is that you have to offer, whether that's in a one-on-one conversation with a person or in a group of people, because we all have situations where we are put into places like this, where we might be a little bit nervous, we might be a little bit out of our comfort zone, maybe you're going to a personal development workshop or um, a new group to learn how to do pottery or sewing classes, but you have to introduce yourself first. So learning how to really pitch yourself and be confident in who you are in a very short and succinct way can be really beneficial to you. And it can also pique interest and make other people want to get to know you more. So I'll share some more of those uh, ways how I like to create my little pitch uh, throughout this episode. But yeah, anyway, I won the award, which was this really cool branded keep cup. And now every time I look at this keep cup, it just makes me laugh because it really is the... um, I guess the epitome of getting outside of your comfort zone and just rolling with it, going with the flow, whatever comes your way and and really just being here for all of it. You know what I mean? I showed up thinking I was having this one-on-one with this person and it ended up being more than 15 people there. Uh, But it was great because if anything, 
that whole situation actually made that day memorable one for me but also for those other people in the room because it was funny it was this embarrassing moment of this girl who shows up to this meeting not even realizing that there was a meeting happening you know like you're gonna go home and tell your your partner about that and say oh the funniest thing happened today she didn't even know she was there and so that is memorable so I would probably say that's one point like if you can somehow be memorable not that it's a a trying to put pressure on you or add any expectations to you. But if there is something you can do or say to be memorable, whether that's been a little bit silly, a little bit quirky, or I'm not sure specifically what that looks like for you, but if something does ever come to mind and there's that little voice inside your head that's like, don't do it, that's so cringe or that's so embarrassing, just do it because I bet you it's going to make people remember you, you know, and that'll be uh, something that if you ever see them on the street or if you ever catch up with them personally, then it's going to be kind of a, um, an opportunity to like break the ice, you know, oh, remember that time, that first time I met you and you showed up to that meeting, and you, you didn't even know it was happening, you know, it's just one of those things. It's pretty hard to forget. So there was a time in my life where I really did not enjoy meeting people and having to do the whole who I am, what I do. I really actually dislike the question of what do you do? So I try to get more creative whenever I'm talking with people, new people. I'm like, what do you do for fun? Or like, what fills your time? I'm really picky on my specific wording. Uh, If you've been listening to the show for a long time, little side note, but you'll know that I hate the word busy. I never say I'm busy and I just don't identify with it. So instead I use full. My life is very full, right? There's There's less of this negative connotation to it. And by using the word full instead of busy, I think it makes people more curious of like, well, what, what fills up your life? Like, what do you do? Whereas busy just feels like a shutdown of conversation. I'm almost too busy to even be talking to you. So that wording for me, I try not to ask people, what do you do? But I know that if I ask them something else, it is eventually going to come out what they do. So I'm still going to get that answer. I'm still going to learn that knowledge and that insight from them. I just don't have to be the one specifically asking them, what do you do? You know, and I don't know why I said that in that weird voice. (laughs) Clearly, this is just the inspiration flowing through me today. So I used to hate going to networking meetings, being in the situation where I had to do the whole like, hey, I'm Janelle Hosking, blah, 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 blah. But I think the reason why I really disliked it is because I've always been a person who has multiple interests, who's multifaceted. And the idea for me to just choose one thing to talk about is really hard, but you almost need to because it can be confusing to other people. I do have one friend who's really good at articulating that she wears multiple hats and she can succinctly say what these various hats are. And that's something that over time I have gotten better at. But in the beginning, I just tried to tell myself, just stick to one thing and just focus on that one main thing. Even if it's a theme, not necessarily what you do for a nine to five, like this is my job title, but is there a theme, you know, like you help young people to get into career pathways by stating something like that, that could mean within a nine to five job, that could mean outside, that could mean your own business, that could mean a whole lot of things, which then opens up the channel for more conversation, which in my eyes is something that you want. You want to pique people's interest because then it's going to be less awkwardness 
or less, um, you know, little silent moments trying to think what to say, because these people are going to be intrigued and they're going to ask you more questions. Okay. So if you can uh, speak themes and I guess more broadly, rather than I'm an accountant, it's probably going to keep the conversation open more and get more questions thrown your way, which in turn is going to help you to get to or them to get to be more familiar with you. And then you can do the same for them. And you're probably going to build um, a really nice connection out of that, right? Whereas sometimes I feel like if people just say, I'm a real estate agent or I'm an accountant, stuff like that, it just, it's sad, but it can switch people off because we already assume we know everything about that profession or that industry or maybe completely opposite. It might be something that freaks us out. And so we then don't even want to learn more because we've already told ourselves in our head that, oh man, an accountant is such a serious, such a big job. I don't even know how to talk to this person. So once I was able to, I guess, be succinct about just one main theme that I was into, it did make it a lot easier, but I still struggled along the journey. And so I knew this was something that I needed to improve on, especially when it came into the world of being self-employed, because every person you talk to, every new connection is a possible client, is a possible customer, and you want to really be trying to put your best foot forward. The cool thing about what I'm sharing with you today is that this is relevant whether you are an employee, whether you are self-employed, whether you uh, have a job right now, but you are working on a side or a small business. All of these tips and advice are going to come in handy for you because at some point in time, you're going to have to introduce yourself. It might be just a short, hey, my name's Janelle and this is what I enjoy doing, or it could be the situation that happened to me recently where you've got 60 seconds, a timer is on, and you have got to fill that time. So here's some things that I did to improve my own confidence in pitching myself and who I am. And don't get me wrong, I'm still working on this. And I think this is part of the tools that I'm going to share with you today and these tips, because if anything, telling yourself that you've got it down packed and it's perfect, that can switch you off. Whereas with me, my first piece of advice for you when wanting to get confident in pitching yourself or even introducing yourself to people is to practice. You can practice in front of the mirror. You can practice by yourself. You can practice in your car on your way to the event or to the situation where you know that you're going to be meeting new people. Just speak out loud. Imagine somebody's asked you, hey, what's your name? Hey, what do you do? Or hey, how are you today? Just practice your responses. I even have a client and on our agenda for our one-on-one coaching sessions, the first thing I do is I ask her some, you know, it's a little bit different each time, but it's along the lines of what do you do or how did you qualify? Like what makes you qualified to do what you do? And that is something that I, as a coach, get quite often. Like what, why are you a coach? What, what did you do to become a coach? Like what qualifies you kind of thing? And sometimes that question can really throw you off. So I have this client who I ask her those questions at the start of every single one of our one-on-one sessions. And it gives her the opportunity to practice and she's practicing in a safe space. So 
You can practice on your own where, like I said, you're either in the mirror, you're driving in the car, all that good stuff, or you can practice with somebody else. The benefit of having somebody else, like what my client and I do, is that that person can give you feedback. They can uh, say, hey, most of it sounded really good, but this little bit was a little bit ah. And that's exactly what I do with my client. Each time I'm encouraging her to use me as the practice person and just take that little piece of feedback every time and kind of adjust. So that then brings me to my next point. First of all, you were practicing and now you are testing, okay? There is nothing worse in my eyes than a person who says the exact same thing every single time. I've actually seen it in the past few months. There's been a person who I have seen at a couple of different events and, uh, they have stood up and relatively essentially said the same thing, okay? And for me, it is just such a missed opportunity because it sounds stale. And, you know, as I've just shared with you, my perspective is I've seen this person in particular three different times now at three different events. I've noticed that they've said the same thing all three times. I don't really feel the need to go and talk to that person. It kind of seems boring. Like they're not really saying anything different that's interesting, insightful, or that makes me want to engage. And I'm not saying that to be rude, right? I'm saying that to help you in pushing yourself and being creative, trying different things. So what I do every time I have to uh, pitch myself or introduce myself to new people, I intentionally say something different. And then what I do is I use the facial expressions or the follow-on conversation to gauge whether what I said landed or not. And I kind of give myself feedback of, you know, what parts they liked where they said, ah, cool, or what parts were just dead silent. You know, you can do this. And this is where practicing helps, but also just testing, trying different things. Uh, So for instance, there was one event that I did go to near the end of 2022, and it was a networking breakfast with the local chamber of commerce. And we were sitting down in this room. They had, I think, six or so different tables. And the idea is that you're there for breakfast, but while you're eating breakfast, you're moving, it's kind of impractical to be fair, but you're moving around different tables. And each table you're at, you're there with a different group of people and you get to pitch yourself and your business on each of those tables. So essentially you get five opportunities to introduce yourself to a different group of people. I took this as an opportunity to say something different at every single table. And it was awesome because it meant in a really short amount of time, I was able to practice a lot of times, five times, and just tweak a little bit of what I was saying here, there, and everywhere. And that brings me to my next point of helping you to introduce yourself or to, I guess, pitch yourself tell a story. People want to know how what you do can apply to them or people want to feel like they understand what you do and like it makes sense. Before I said about the accountant and the real estate agent, sometimes you either feel like I I already know everything about that. I don't need to learn anymore. 
But other times you feel like, oh, that is way above me. I don't even understand that. It's not even in my language. So using stories as part of your pitch can really help people to understand the practical application of who you are and what you do. So for example, I am going into the local community. That's a focus of mine this year. And I really just want to engage, meet new people. This is exactly how I got myself into that situation uh, where I had to pitch myself because I showed up at a group networking event when I thought it was a one-on-one. But it was great because it's helping me to achieve this goal of connecting more with the community. So what I did is I literally in the moment, this isn't something I pre-planned, although I'm sharing this with you now so that you can pre-plan it, pre-think about it, is I was at the table listening to the other people introducing themselves. And I thought, what is going to be relevant for this room right now? What can I share that is going to make somebody in this room understand who I am, what I do and how it can apply to them? So here's what I did. I did my usual, hey, I'm Janelle Hosking. I'm a woman's confidence coach. I predominantly work online with clients one-on-one from my home office in Mamako. So it lets people know where I live. And then I also said, you know, I hibernated up there probably for the first year and a half. And now I'm really keen to get down into the community, uh, have a reason to put on nice clothes and to drink some good coffee. So, you know, that was a little bit humorous because everyone knows when you work from home, you get a little bit slack on your dress code. But then the next thing I said is that it it, it gave me a little bit of, uh, what's the word, credibility, you could say. Because I said, near the end of last year, I ran a free series in Rotorua that welcomed women to come and learn different ways that they can create more confidence in their life. I ran it over three weeks. It was at the library. By saying the library, again, that adds more credibility. And I said at the end of that, some of the feedback that I got from ladies, I said, you know, I've had ladies who I've um, seen since then at different events and things, and they've told me that they really uh, learned some good tips that they have, you know, practiced now or that they're applying in their life today. So I did that. That's how I finished up my 60 seconds. And straight away, One of the ladies, who actually is an accountant, which is awesome, one of the ladies said to me and everybody else in this room, I have had multiple women come and tell me how awesome that series was. How incredible is that? That is incredible because that woman just validated my work to this whole room of people at this networking event. And I I said the honest truth to her. I said, thank you so much. That makes my heart really happy because it does. One, that these women had a great experience, that they learned stuff. And two, that they then went and told another woman about it. And also three, that she then said it out loud. Like that is just incredible. Now imagine if I had have just stood up there and said, hi, I'm Janelle Hosking. I'm a confidence coach. But like, how is that relevant? What do I actually do? So by breaking it down even further and sharing a story about something I've done recently that has taught people about their own confidence, that then allowed this whole new angle to come to light where this woman said, you know what, I've heard about that and it was awesome. And honestly, I couldn't have asked for anything better. 
So that is just one of the things that can happen for you when you share some kind of story. You know, other things that I've shared when I've been pitching or introducing myself, as I've said, uh, results and successes that my clients have had while working with me. So I've said, Quite recently, I helped one of my clients who wasn't very happy in her job to get a promotion to a role that she'd always wanted but never believed she could get that also came with a $20,000 pay rise. Boom. That is some proof right there. That's a story. That's some application of how your work actually helps people. And you might have, or I could have said that story or that introduction to a person who has a friend or a family member who is in the same position and could really use my help. So I hope that you are really understanding and appreciating these insights for how they can help you because it doesn't matter whether you are going to a networking event like what I've been doing lately or if you are just in your day-to-day job and meeting somebody new. It all helps and it all, I guess, helps to build the relationship and the connection between two people or even more people, 15 in my case. So don't forget any of that, okay? Again, that was practice, that is test. Say different things. Don't just say the same thing every time because if you're bored saying it, other people will be bored as well. And to be honest, that's probably another point is be excited, be descriptive and engaging with what you're saying because ideally you are passionate about what you're doing and it means the world to you or it at least means something to you. You don't want to just stand up there and, hi, I'm Janelle, I'm a confidence coach and I work on on, on my, uh, I work on the internet, I coach people online. That is boring as shit. And no one is going to want to come to you for confidence if that is how you speak. You know, you need to sound interested. And I actually felt this last week when one of the ladies was introducing her business. In my mind, I know what her business is, where her business is located. And I think it's freaking awesome. But she just sounded so bored with it and so unalive about it, you know, and I was thinking, oh my goodness, like I hope that this lady can get more excited because she has got an incredible business, which she knows she's got an incredible business. Maybe it was just too early and she might have needed a coffee or something. But anyway, that was just something that I noticed. So these are all things that you can apply right now. You can work on right now. Again, it doesn't matter whether you are an employee, whether you're self-employed, whether you are uh intentionally going out networking and meeting new people or if this is just a situation where you've got to meet new people in your job it all helps it all helps you to build confidence in yourself confidence in what you do and also confidence in building relationships too so good luck with practicing these tips that I have shared with you today all on pitching yourself this is stuff that you know it's pretty pretty basic when you really boil it all down. But this is stuff that I have practiced over years and years and years. Like I said, I used to hate introducing myself and I would do anything to not have to. I would probably intentionally be the person who goes to the toilet, right, when it's introduction time so that I can come back and just kind of slip in and not actually have to introduce myself to anybody. But I have gotten so much better and you can as well. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and I will catch you back next week for more confidence goodness.